had that brain switch of like, I'm not gonna just let the years go by. You know, I'm gonna blink and I could be 30, you know, 40. So I needed to start thinking about things then. I'm in the big leagues, Tony don't miss me. Ballin' like Houston, ayy, feelin' like Whitney. I need a bag, bruh, send it through quickly. I'm making his dog, like I'm in the big leagues. Told him that I gotta go, dog. I'm riding a road, y'all. Cool. So firstly, shot for coming on the show today, Bo. Really appreciate 100%, it. 100%, man. So to start us off, what is your business? What do you do today? So my, my business right now is uh, Gym Wizards. We specialize in kids' gymnastics and parkour. And that's pretty much it. I mean, it's down to the crux, just that simple gymnastics. But it isn't artistic gymnastics. It's recreational. So we don't focus on competition. But we follow a step-by-step curriculum for the gymnastics. And then for the parkour, we do the same. But the focus is mostly on fun and just getting the kids active. Because, I mean, I'm sure you know, you've seen a lot of kids. I'm sure you heard, like, I've heard just sitting on the couch playing Fortnite. Doing yeah, 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 So yeah. getting them into the class and doing some active stuff is what we focus on. Okay. We bring in the social skills aspect as well. Um, for example, like, let's say, think before you act. So we try and incorporate that from a class perspective and, you know, how they can apply that outside in the real world. So we bolden them for the future, which will then transcend into, like, their school, other sport, and that's just normal life. It'll just normal life, yeah. normal life. Yeah. Because I mean, sport is such a big factor. So, yeah, I mean, that's 100%. what we do. Yeah. And then just to give the listeners some context, how old are you? I'm 24. 24. Okay, cool. And so how long have you had, you said it's Gym Wizards, right? Yes. How long have you had the company for, been running with the company? What? So I've been running with the company now five years. It's my fifth year. Um, geez, it feels a lot shorter than it has. But I mean, I've been involved since like a part-time coach. Okay, so you went from being a part-time coach to actually what being a uh, owning some shares. Only, only uh, well, being fifty-fifty with my with my boss. Yeah. Unreal. We well, love my it. partner, so called. Okay, and so how did how did how did things get started? You know, with the company and or venture. So how was that transition from you know just being a part-time coach mm. into actually being a fifty-fifty partner in the business? How did that happen? So, I'll go back to the start. I mean, I started coaching sports grade nine. I made oh, so early days, wow. early days, man. Started coaching, but like you know, just for you know, shits and gigs, you know, just because I knew the background. I mean, I mean, I played the sport, so I, I did it. I was an SA gymnast, played a bit of rugby, SA baseball as well. So coached softball, did all these things. And when I was trying to look for a part-time job in 2017, um, gymnastics came up. So I was like, okay, cool. I did gymnastics. I've coached for a bit. Let's give this a shot. Loved it ever since, just because of the fundamentals that kids learn. I mean, rugby has its part, baseball has its part, but gymnastics does. It focuses on crossing the midline. It develops the same neural pathways as mathematics and reading. This is scientifically proven as well. So automatically when your kid has done gymnastics, their coordination, their their hand-eye coordination is gonna be so much better. Their body awareness, their core strength, arm strength, overall strength is gonna be just in streak. So whatever other sport they do, after doing gymnastics or parkour, because it's kind of the same thing, it's just gonna help them. So when I started learning more about that, it is, it, it sold me, yeah, honestly. Yeah. And then my company gave me a bit of growth. So again, it started just as a part-time position. Wasn't really thinking much of it. I was getting some cash, you know, fill up the petty, go to the you know, parties, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was it. And then, you know, as I got more into it, I was like, I had that brain switch of like, I'm not gonna just let the years go by, you know. You know, I'm gonna blink and I could be 30, you know, 40. So I needed to start thinking about things then. And a big part of that was my grandfather, because he started investing really young. 
And he got sick really quick as well. He had his first heart attack when he was 22. Oh, wow. And, Yo, that's young, eh? And wow. I just took a dip. From then, I mean, obviously, as you get a bit older, it just starts, you just start declining with yeah. um, you know, your age. And if he didn't invest properly, he would have been screwed. So I took that as like a big, I took like two parts, you know, and what is going to be my passion? You know, what am I going to be able to do that's going to make me happy? Um, how am I going to attain a certain type of wealth that's going to, you know, cover me for everything when, if I have kids and all that. And yeah, I just married those two together and I was like, okay, this okay. is something I can start off doing. It might not be forever, but you know, yeah, this yeah. is something I can start off that business, that entrepreneur kind of feeling for me. Yeah. And how did you transfer? So you were, you said you grew from part-time coach into other positions. Yes. Then when it came to actually doing going 50-50, did you approach the, you know, the owner at the time yeah. and say, look, I want to get more involved. I want some equity or mm. what was the structure there? How did it was it honestly develop? just hard work. Eh? Okay. Hard work. And, um, and I take it in every job that I've ever had. I mean, I started working when I was 16. Funny story. <laughs> My mom was like, you got a girlfriend, find your own, like going out habits. So from then I started working, but I, everything I did, whether it was school or whatever, I just really did it as best as I could. I mean, even if I knew if it wasn't going to be forever, I just did it as best as I could. And I just, yeah. Apply that or nothing, that. put in a hundred or nothing yeah. kind of thing. And the owner just gave me those opportunities. Knew okay. that, you know, I needed to start paying for my own varsity, all those different things. So it was like a, a win-win for both of us. I mean, we both kind of fed each other's mouths, if you want to put it in that sense. I mean, yeah. I grafted well for her. I got her more kids. I got her more, you know, um, you know, more traction to the company. Because unfortunately, well, the fortunate thing is for us is that coaches are the main part of our thing. You know, kids can go to any other facility and get the same type of training in terms of the skill. But our coaching attracts the kids because, I mean, we all remember what a kid told us a week ago. We know them by their name, their likes, their dislikes, who they are as people. And that sells us yeah. above anyone else. Yeah, that uniqueness. Yeah. yeah. So when I started doing that, my boss was just... Promote, okay. promote, promote, promote. Do you want to do this? Do you want to? Ha do, you, do you want this? Gave me goals, and I just strive for them. So basically, the opportunities presented themselves, and you were ready beforehand to take them. You know, when, yeah. when they came, you know, knocking at the door. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And as you know, you know, with any business, you're going to have to put in an initial investment. And I'm assuming to get 50%, you had to put in an initial investment. Yeah, yeah. Would you say the returns you've seen on your initial investment have been satisfactory so far, or but slower than you expected when taking that jump? It, it has been just because of COVID. Okay. Unfortunately, it's like a, you know, it's yeah. just one of those words that people throw out now. Uh, you know. It's like, oh, COVID again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people, you know, unfortunately, people are using that as like a trump card now. Like, oh, COVID, you know, I can't come into work or COVID this. You know, I can't do this. It has hit just because we are in, you know, the kids industry and, you know, parents are, you know, when parents have a kid, it's like their prized possession. So you got to be careful. And unfortunately, we can only operate until level four. So when it was like hard lockdown and we all had to stop, it was a huge knock on us. So, um, but I have seen only, I want to say about May of this year. So it's been good. I mean, it's been good so far. So I have seen investment and it's just, it's growing now. Okay. Because of the whole COVID situation, kind of dying down, everyone's getting vaccinated and everything. Yeah. Um, slowly but surely climbing. So we're just getting more venues, training up new coaches, just working our way through it. I yeah. mean, you just have to go with the flow. And my like best piece of advice that I can give with that is you can't be certain in an uncertain time. And you've got to find the ways. If you don't change your business model and you try and stick to your old roots, you're going to suffer. Don't 100%. expect to succeed at all. No. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And you alluded to this 
you know, a short moment ago. Would you, con- I'm assuming you'd consider this your passion, you know, so this is something you'd be happy to do for the rest of your life. Or is there something else you think of given that, you know, if you were given the opportunity? It is a tough question, Hang. Hey? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's a good question as well. I mean, I, I know I could be happy doing this and I don't think I would still be doing it if I wasn't happy. And I came to that realization like really quickly in every situation of my life. Like if I'm not really happy doing that, what's the point? And, um, but I could do it for the rest of my life. But it, you know, if something else came up and I enjoy it, I think I can make a success about that, you know, as well. And I feel like that's because of the mindset change. So if someone was like, hey, listen, do you want to start a, a street sweeping company? I know I'm going to have to graph that first before, you know, I get people in. But if, 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 that, if that's my passion at the moment, I'm pretty sure I'll make it the best, you know. Yeah, yeah. Make the most of it. Make it international, get a whole street sweeping thing, you know, eventually get like AI involved, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Street sweeping, you know, like <laughs> everything you see in the movies. Yeah, 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 exactly. Terminator, but like street sweeping kind of vibe. Hey, I know where I'm coming if I have any, you know, new business ideas. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we can bounce off each other. Anyway. 100%. Um, and I know you already spoke about COVID, but have there been any other challenges or hurdles that were, you know, quite profound in your you know, in your experience mm. in starting out or just in the process of, you know, becoming an owner in the company? Uh, the only the only issue um, that I've experienced so far is um, I was studying at the same time. Okay. So I started studying my education degree and I first did engineering for a year. I started out of high school. I just, you know, my grandfather gave me a massive piece of advice saying that, you know, if you become an engineer, you're never going to, you're always going to have a job. You're never going to be out of a job. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to, get cash, you know, you look super clever if you've got an engineering degree, like degree. So he was speaking to me about, you know, status, speaking to me about money. So that's all very attractive on paper. 100%. And I got a uh, an internship the first year that I started studying engineering. Hated every minute of it. I was like, if I stay in this, I'm going to kill myself. They're doing the same thing every day. So I stopped it. And 2017, um, when it started rolling around, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? You know, because I just wanted to get a degree and I felt like I would have been okay to then do whatever I needed to do. And I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? I was like, shit. Because I was always thinking about status. Like, you know, what can I tell people? Yeah, it's like people ask, what are you doing these days? And it's nice to say, I'm studying an engineering degree. Exactly. I want to go into this, 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 blah, yeah. blah, blah. I want to be a doctor yeah, one yeah. day. It's like, all of, they yeah. already know your life. Well, yo, yeah, that's you know what I mean? so They true. really kind of know, know what your life. life. But if you say, um, hey, I'm studying, like me, education. Hmm. Okay. Easy, you know. Yeah. You know, anyone can do it kind of thing. But I wasn't just thinking get the degree for the degree. I was thinking, okay, well, how am I going to marry me being my social me and, you know, my love for, I mean, I feel like I'm amazing with kids. I mean, like, I think that's one of my gifts. Sudden education was be able to plan lessons uh, for curriculum development, um, teaching different learning skills, uh, learning styles. I mean, my learning style is different to yours, it's different to everyone else's. So how, how would I be able to teach different people different things? And that all just transcends into business, and how, to, how to deal with people, how to teach different people. So that was my, that was my initial idea to do that. So studied education. And while studying, that's when I started working uh, for my company. And then as I just got promoted, like on a regular basis, it was difficult to try and maintain, mm. you know, what was expected of me in a business because I was basically full time and then studying 
full time as well. So that was probably the most yeah the time management and the workload and all of that stuff to manage uh, all of that shit. I can't even tell you. I yeah. mean, it was insane. I mean, I was staying up until like 12, one o'clock in the morning sometimes, especially in the beginning, trying to just get my stuff done for work, trying to get my stuff done for varsity. You know, assignments were coming around, exams were coming around. But if I look back, it's really helped me not procrastinate because that's been my biggest weakness is procrastinating. I'm like, you know, on the day kind of, th- you know, on the yeah, yeah. on the day or the day before, it's, you got that like rush of like trying to do something. And I'm like, I, I can't do that now. No. I've got, yeah. to, I've got to make sure it's done two weeks because I know that whatever the next two weeks is coming, like other stuff is going to come into, into play as yeah. well and I'm going to have to do that as well. Yeah, you need to be ready to handle whatever else comes in that yeah. two-week period. Yeah, COVID number two comes, you know, you yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah, you That's never what I'm know. saying. It's, it's unexpected all the time. 100%. And in this journey so far, I know you're still young, but have you ever f- sat back and felt like you've made it? And if not, what would that look like for you? Mm. You know, for Sam, what would you? What would it look like to sit back and feel like, yeah, I've made it? I don't think I've made it. My my definition of making it has been, you know, content completely. And in in small aspects, I'm content, like with who I am. But in terms of what I'm doing. At, at every moment, I don't think I'm quite there yet. So is there still a bit of lack of contentment with your current? Yes, you know, definitely. I mean, I don't think you can, for me personally, um, I don't think you can have or have a so-called job and like every single aspect. There's going to be shit days. There's going to be good days. Yeah. It can never always be great. So for me, it's, it's getting to that point of how to, mar- how to not make it a job. You know, how to, how to wake up and, you know, become, have it be part of my normal day. So there's still aspects now where it is, it, it's, it's, it's huge effort. It's, 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 a, it's taxing on me physically at the moment because I'm doing also a lot of the coaching as well. So you can't have an off day. You, you know, whatever's going on in your personal life, I know that when I come into that classroom, I've got to be on 100% because that kid only comes on a specific day for one hour. So if I'm off on that day, their whole day is completely messed up. And, you know, what they've been so excited for, they've been excited for Coach Sam coming in and chatting to him and or chatting to her and asking questions and showing them tricks and, you know, being... Yeah, having a good time. Because you've got to be... You're a performer yeah. you know, when you're a coach and yeah. when you're a teacher. So what, I, what my process is now and what my, what my goal is for, you know, the next year is to train up enough people so that I could just oversee and train them. Train up, uh, train up enough coaches, other coaches. Coaches for the venue, okay. yeah. Because right now I'm, I'm, I'm managing everything whilst also coaching. So yes. in my coaching time, that is my focus. And it leaves me with less time for marketing, admin, social Understand. media, etc. You know, all those different things. What you could do, I mean, obviously it's just my opinion, but a cool idea would be you could still coach, but at like a premium fee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if they want your time, they have to pay extra. Yeah. Which is like, Funny so you say that. I don't want to do the coaching, but if I have to, this is my price. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's what I've done now. A cool thing in the pipeline, I've got this guy named Matt Clymer. Mm-hmm. He's, um, he goes by Matt Bush on Instagram. So what he does is he... Is he quite famous, like not famous, but has quite a big following. I think I've seen him. He's, I want to say about 18,000. 18, okay. But it's not I only about the followers, but it's um, his views that he gets is high. Oh, really? Super high. High engagement, okay. Like, I mean, on all his stories. And, he, and he's answering people's messages and stuff. So he's, he's got that, like, relationship with his followers as well. So people stay with him. You know, he's got a high retention with people that stay with him. 
And um, he approached the company and he was like, hey, listen, I want to do this new dyno. And a dyno is when you jump from one rock to another one, but like you jump and you catch. So you would like to do a dyno flip. So he wants to jump from a wall, flip, and then catch another wall or rock and eventually take it to outside. <laughs> yeah, not something I would ever dream of being able to do, but okay. <laughs> but, you know, the first thing I thought was like, I, can, I think I can do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I completely shut him down. I'd be like, hey, man, I think I can do that. And then when he told me the concept, I was like, jeez, okay, that's a bit intense. So it's been now, I want to say about eight weeks that I've been training him, working with him at my fee. But what I've said to him is, oh, I will scratch the fee that I'm charging in exchange for you giving me, you know, an at in your stories. Cause uh, my, like a shout out. Yeah, like yeah. a shout out, yeah, yeah. Um, saying that I'm busy coaching you and, you know, just, you yeah, know, just, we, that, so instead of you, you giving me money, it's more just give me the exposure. Yeah, give me your exposure. Yeah, because you know, your followers and your views and stuff. So the whole point was not to get people to coach, but more to get like-minded athletic people to go like, hey, I like what Coach Sam is doing. I want to do that. Like, I want to coach. And in talking about, you know, some challenges and hurdles in business ventures and stuff like that, if you could go back in time, is there anything you would have done differently in your mm. career in starting up? You know, maybe it's a, you had a crossroads where you wonder if you made a different decision, if things would have turned out better, yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't think so. I always feel like, you know, whatever you do is, it's, it's not so much, it's, it's always the journey that tells you a lot about your destination. So me going through all these different hurdles, me going through these, you know, tough times, you know, emotionally, all those different things. It's helped me to where I've become now, like mindset change, like, you know, quick on the feet, um, to not always let everything get to me. Um, you know, I'm always on a, like on a, on a, on a path of self exploration, you know, to be, to that point where whatever situation comes, I can, I can handle it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the, the journey that I've been on has got me to that, to yeah. that point, yeah. Cause it's been tough. I mean, yeah. I mean, cause you know, there's family, there's, you know, all these different things. And a lot of time you, you always saying that you're okay. And you get to that point where you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not okay. And that's okay. And I feel like more people got to, you know, understand that they're, their own like their own person is is super important because if that's messed all your other relationships are gonna fail in there not fail but there's gonna be problems gonna take a hit yeah whether it's you know pas passionate relationships or you know friendships or work relations colleagues whatever it is you're gonna find problems in there i don't know have you have you experienced that as well like sometimes where it's like you've been going through like a tough time in your life and you're also kind of feeling that the rest of those type of things is just not quite working out most of it in my mind has come boiled down to my perspective. Yeah. So my perspective in situations, you know, it's like if you constantly, if you're being negative or complaining or, you know, just you can't help but to see, I know sometimes the situation is what it is. That's fine. But I, I myself, I always try see like, okay, that's shit. Mm. But what is the positive that I can try see or what could be the positive? You know what I mean? And that's what's brought me out of those situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. But, but when I, there's times when I'm, I'm not like that, you know, I fail to be like that. And it kind of like you dig the hole deeper and deeper and deeper. Which is okay. And, yeah. Which is okay. You have those moments, you know what yeah. I mean? Happy, happiness is circumstantial. Those situations are circumstantial. You need them for character development, mm. Mm. you know, to grow, to change, to become a, you know, better person, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have seen those things definitely overflow into, you know, my relationships with other people, yeah. you know, whether it's romantic or just friends or whatever. It, mm. it affects all of that stuff, family, 
And it's tough because you're always stuck in the middle, not knowing what to do. You're always like, you know, you don't want to like talk to anyone because you don't want, you know, to impact them because, you know, you know that they're going through all their stuff as well. And you're like, you know, you don't know who to turn to. And it's just, and it's so difficult. And like down to the crux of it, like you, you shouldn't be afraid to ask help. I mean, I've got the saying, listen to everyone, but like trust a few. So okay. listen to as many people, you know, absorb, you know, you know, take the time out. Because I feel like we don't listen enough. You know, we're always quick to, I know exactly what you're going to say. I know, I know, yeah. I know this already. Yeah, I've seen this. No, no, no. But it's it's different perspectives. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We could we we both could be watching the same thing, but the way that we understand it, the way that we see it, is different. So listen, absorb, but trust a few because, unfortunately, like people are very quick to you know when things are when things are good, things are good. When things are bad, you're gonna have no one to turn to. Yeah, most of the time. But you're gonna you're gonna have those true people, and you know. And, that, and, that, and those are the people that you can trust. Yeah. And I mean, trusting everyone, let's be honest, you're going to get burnt eventually. 100%. A few times, actually. Oh, yeah. So you have to be wise with who you put your trust in. But talking about happiness, so would you say like right now, would you say you're happy? I think, I, I think I've gotten to that point where I'm happy, yeah. I mean, if I'm, if I'm alone and there's no um, things to gravitate towards, like if there's no music or there's no people to talk to or I'm completely alone and... Yeah, I'm I'm happy in this moment. Just alone with your thoughts. Don't need yeah. anything. I don't need if I don't need to then message someone or go for your, like go for a beer or whatever it is. Like I'm happy on my ass, and everything is an addition of that rather mm. than it being to fool me. It's yeah. just add, you know, because I want to. There's never a point in my life where I do something because I don't want to, to a certain extent, but majority of what I do every day is because I want to do it. So just in closing the podcast, I want you to imagine something for me just for a second. So imagine you're given the opportunity to speak in front of thousands and thousands of aspiring entrepreneurs, right? And you just have to answer one question. The question is, what is one success nugget you can give them, you know, like a piece of gold that they can hang on to just in business, you know, I guess like a, a word of advice or one message you want to give to a young entrepreneur? Life doesn't wait. Take it in the moment. You, you can't always say tomorrow or I'm going to wait. Uh, if you feel like this is the right moment to do something and you really want to do it, just take the opportunity and do it. And you, you're going to, you're going to feel like it's, you know, scary sometimes or you're always going to think, you know, this might be the outcome or I might lose this or, and which is, which is fair. I mean, I have those thoughts all the time, but you won't truly know something unless you do it. Again, you might be listening to everyone and you might get a pretty good idea, but you haven't experienced it yet. So. Could give it a shot. And yeah. I mean, if you, what's that saying? If you shoot to the moon, you get shoot for the Shoot for the stars, you land on the moon. Yeah. Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Or shoot for the moon, you might land amongst the stars or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And that's, and that's, and that's basically it. I feel like, you know, and you can apply that in your life in every sense. But business-wise, just go for it and you got to work hard. It isn't a, a part-time thing. It's a all day, every day. And it's yeah. hard work. Yeah. So don't get that mistaken. Yeah. Just to just to add on that real quick to share a little mm -hmm. bit. Like, I've got a new business idea, right? Mm -hmm. But I've been very scared to execute on it because I think it's good. I yeah. think it's a good idea, but it's way out of my comfort zone. Nothing I've ever done like this before. And I'm just like, yo. But what you're saying now, it's even speaking to me. You know, life doesn't wait. Mm. What was the other half? Take it as it comes. Take it as it comes. Yeah. And like, just do it. You have that idea. Do it. So. 
Yeah, I back that. I back right, that. But right it, it, is, it is difficult though sometimes. Yeah, and I'll back it as well because, I mean, I understand how difficult it is for most people. I mean, geez, there's, there's some companies that you don't even, you never hear about. But those people tried it, tried and tested, and it ended up failing. But they tried it and then they know what failed. And again, it's a, it's a learning curve. And, you know, it, it could speak to some other brilliant idea down the line for them. But they wouldn't have got that brilliant idea down the line if they didn't experience so-called failure, yeah. you know, right in the beginning. And just before we sign off, so now's your chance to give your business a little shameless plug. So I don't know if you have any Instagram handles for Gym Wizard or so, websites or whatever. Just let the people know where they can find your business. Just at Gym Wizards. You can find us at, you know, just at Gym Wizards on Instagram, gymwizards.ca.ca um, on our website. And just Gym Wizards on Facebook as well. Just Gym Wizards everywhere. Just gym, Google Gym Wizards. Gym Wizards. Say. We are the Wizards of Gym. So yeah, just come and, just come and give us a shout out there as well and yeah if you want any other information our phone numbers and stuff are there as well we'll be happy like our friendly staff will be happy to answer any questions as well cool 100 percent. magic yeah thanks again for coming on the show 100 percent. really appreciate you anytime what is up you absolute weapons thank you for watching and listening to none of your business if you haven't already please subscribe to our youtube channel and if you want to follow us on instagram tiktok twitter and all of those beautiful places you can find the links in the description below I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time. Like I'm in a big loop.